and I almost feel like Ross deserved better, but... Okay, 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 okay. You're opening that can of worms. Once Ross and Rachel broke up, and after Rachel started getting really petty, is when I stopped rooting for Ross and Rachel. Whoa. Hello and welcome to the Nerdiest Podcast, if theater kids having dinner after a show was a podcast. I'm here with my friend to talk about friends. I did not tell him I was going to say that. Are you insinuating that our podcast is just a bunch of kids going into a Denny's at midnight singing music? Yes. We don't sing on this podcast. Is that, okay, is that not the vibe though? I mean, the, I mean... We, the, the, maybe i did not tell him i was gonna say that he broke so hard it's also where nerds talk about nerdy things my name is jackson glass and i'm here with my friend nick barrett talking about friends That's me i'm i'm nick barrett that's right oh yeah talking about friends the show with 236 episodes that i binge watched in 39 days it's a new record for me wow and what can i say it's friends is a show it's worth like uh and i have all i have the friends uh central perk lego set and i oh, want the apartment too. i want the apartment but i haven't i haven't gotten it yet i so, got a um i got a keychain of my favorite character from friends to be revealed a be little revealed later on ba, ba, da, ba, ba, ba. so all right um, my hot take on friends it's a bad show i hate it every what? Minute no it. no how dare end you? of the episode done <laughs> Right there. Thank you. Thank you for listening no, to the I'm Nerdiest kidding. Podcast. If you want to support us on Instagram, no. Um, <laughs> I I started watching Friends when I was uh, maybe fifteen. I think it was fifteen because my my older sister watched it first. She watched it all the way through, and I remember I was told I was too young at the time, which I was, but I felt very left out. And so when I was able to was I when I was actually allowed to watch it. It was such a big deal, and to this day, it's become one of my favorite shows of all time. I think I said I said a bit ago in the Q and A episode that it was probably my favorite show because I can always turn it on. Uh, no other show that I found, and maybe The Office. I don't know. I I don't think so. Has the rewatchability of Friends where you can turn on any episode and just watch it without thinking about it. So if you've seen the whole series, then you can just turn it on. Uh, we will be talking some deep spoilers because we want to dig, dig right into the show. But it's on HBO Max, and it's like 30 years old? Is that right? Uh, it's very close. I think, it's when close. did it start? 94? I think so. So I think 2024? So it's like, it's like super old. <laughs> You, I can only imagine older than us. Like this, like this is gonna sound very young. I'm gonna sound like like a toddler when I say this. I cannot imagine watching Friends over ten years. You watched okay, it so in thirty six days. Imagine how my mom feels. I bet my mom feels really old right about now because she was like fifteen <laughs> when Friends came out. Oh my um, gosh. Friends was her teenage show, and she keeps telling me, like, oh, yeah, it was my teenage show that we watched, you know, when I was growing up. And I'm like, 
Wow. Wow. You must feel really old. Sorry, Mom. I love you. I know you listen to this. <laughs> but, uh... Please, please... Please don't cancel you know, my, sure... my plane ticket. I want to come home. <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure I'm sure it's hard because, like, you know, it, it was on for 10 years. And so it took a literal decade to get through the whole series. And then you, this punk kid, comes in and watches it in 36 days. So <laughs> I'm sure it's hard. Like, oh, I, someday, what shows are on now? Oh, that's the problem with the streaming age is there's not going to be an equivalent to that in in a couple years or in with like my kids are not going to have a show that they watched like just binged because binging was already a thing. So I didn't hear a word of what you just said. I got you caught me. You caught me so off guard by the punk kid. I've been laughing since then and I like was not listening. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I'm uh, fine. Mm. I'm fine. It, I don't Ooh. know why it's coming out all high and squeaky, <laughs> but I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. <laughs> so we have a list. I'm oh, sorry. I'm, I'm fine. fine. We have a list here. Uh, we can just kind of go down the list of questions we have here to talk about. Who is your favorite character or characters? You can go first. Okay. <clears throat> my favorite character in all of Friends is none other. Then Mr. Joey Tribbiani, because, sure, the other characters are great. Like, you know, them all together is great. But just every single time Joey was on screen and made a joke or did a physical gag or whatever, I lost it. It, Like, I laughed at almost every single one of his jokes throughout all ten seasons. And he's just... He's my favorite character because I can relate to him. He makes mm-hmm. me laugh like none of the other characters can do. And I don't know. I just love Joey. I would say Chandler is a very close second. Um, But, you know, the funny guys were the better part of mm-hmm. the show. My chair is being very squeaky today. I'm sorry. But um, my favorite character, I have to say Ross. Like, everyone, like, it's really easy to hate on Ross. But I think it's, he, David Schwimmer was the only person to play Ross. He, like, no one else could have walked in the room and gone, hi. And then it would have, like, that, that was funny. He was the, he's the only person that could have pulled that off. So the casting was on point and r- nothing can go right for Ross. And so, like, his entire, like, declining, like, mental state in the end is actually really funny to me. Like that might sound twisted, but like it's really funny. Uh the one the one where Ross is fine in season 10 is my favorite episode just because the way David Schwimmer performs and like all the actors just kind of have to try to keep it together. The way that like the the dings and he's like my fetus and then uh he's like what is love? L is for love. <laughs> And then O is for, oh, wow. And then, like, the rest of the actors just kind of have to, like, keep it together. And so that's my favorite. Like, Ross is my favorite. Chandler's a close second because he's just so awkward. And the way his line, uh, hi, my name is Chandler and I make jokes when I'm uncomfortable, is, like, actually the most relatable thing anyone has ever said in any TV show ever. (laughs) So, Ross, I'm no, it's so true. I, I'm a mix of Ross and Chandler, so like they're my favorites because I can relate to both of them. 
What I will say is starting off the show, I was like, oh, yeah, because whenever I watch like sitcoms and stuff, I'm like, oh, yeah, which character am I? Yeah. And when I started off, I was like, I'm Ross. I'm like, I'm feeling you, Ross. Like me and Ross, we were like this. this. We were super close. You can't see it, but like we were we were close. And I'm not going to lie to you. After the end of season one, when he brought back that that girl, Mm -hmm. when he started dating the flight attendant, what's what's her name? What is her name? Julie. Wait, she Um, wasn't a flight attendant. Yeah, she was. She were. I thought Uh, she worked on the plane. uh, Nope. She was on the archaeological dig with him, and then they like became friends. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 When when he brought her back, this is why you watch shows at your own pace. You don't just watch shows hey. in 36 days. No, it's okay. Zip I understand. it. I understand. It's fine. Listen, this episode was originally supposed to come out in November, but then I finished the show way sooner than I thought, and I was like, well, I'm not just going to wait to talk about We need about a friends. meeting. We need to call a meeting. <laughs> so, but yeah, once Ross brought brought her back, I was like, nope, not Ross anymore. And then I bounced a lot between Chandler and Joey, but by the time I got to like season seven and eight, I was like... Me and Joey, like this. <laughs> Airtight. We're both the funny guy. Like two peas in a pod. Airtight. I do like, I do like um, Chandler's sarcasm. I think that's mm-hmm. my favorite quality of his. Yep. So, all right, all right, I, all right. We've I, done I, favorites, I, but who's yes, your least yes. favorite character? And I um, want you, and I want you to go first, because you, I know I'm going to make people mad. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, I want you to go first. Um, so. I'm torn between my least favorite being Phoebe or Joey. Wow. And, wow. Uh, We're going to have a lot of discourse <laughs> on this podcast then. Um, thank you for listening to the nerdiest pod. No. Um, uh, Phoebe was is kind of the wild card. And, like, I like all the characters. None of them are, like, I don't dislike any of them. It's just, like, in terms of ranking, like, she's kind of lower because she's, like, kind of the wild one and like i'm sure a lot of people can relate to her but like i don't i'm more of a ross and so like a lot of the things she says like just aren't very funny to me and like she comes off as dumb at times and like just incompetent and that's a similar similar way with joey where i'm like okay like he's supposed to be like sweet but he just kind of annoys me sometimes when he's just being dumb um, I will say in defense of Joey, he is low key, like the best friend because he keeps like everyone's secrets throughout the entire series, which makes me, it's true. which makes me want to put, put him above Phoebe. But I also like, I'm not a fan of the way that he just like goes. He's like the ladies man. Like every show has one, but like him specifically, I I just wasn't a fan about how he's like he always has like a different girl in his apartment and I'm like eh I don't I'm not for that so uh, I I'd say Phoebe's my least favorite but I also don't dislike her so um, I know exactly before what I you're list my say. least favorite character here, I know what you're gonna say yeah okay but before before I list I list my least favorite character I want to come out in defense of Joey and Phoebe. Okay. Because, like you said, Joey is the best friend who keeps everybody's secrets, and he's just generally a good friend in, in like, in general. Mm-hmm. And in defense of Phoebe, I'm not going to lie. 
nine times out of ten, she's the only one who's got some common sense in the group. Okay. Because there are so many times where Monica and Rachel are doing something stupid, and she's like Edna Mode with the newspaper, like, pull yourself together. Pull Come yourself on. together. Okay, that is fair. And there were so many moments... There were so many moments where I was like, yes, Phoebe, get them. That's, Talk okay, some sense to them. They're not fair. making good decisions. And I think of uh, London when Rachel's like, I'm going to break up Ross's wedding. And she's like, if I wasn't nine months pregnant, I could get her. <laughs> so that is a good defense. Uh, that's a good it's defense. The, it's the triplets. Ah. That's that's a good defense. Yeah. So. So I, now. I dislike Joey My more. least favorite character. My least favorite character in the entire show. And I know this is mm-hmm. going to ruffle some feathers. It's going to hurt people because I've been informed by Jackson that this is a very mm-hmm. minority opinion. It is. I really don't like Rachel. I, I mm. listen, I liked her in season one and in parts of season two. But once her and Ross broke up, I, I could not stand her anymore because one, she was very petty about them breaking up. Like, I understand there's a whole, yeah, you shouldn't cheat on someone. Yeah, that's obvious. Duh. Duh. But (laughs) she was very petty about it. And then when you get to, like, 18 pages front and back, 5.30 in the morning, like, no grace for Ross, because one, it was 5.30 in the morning, and two, you're handing him 18 Mm -hmm. pages front and back, which is basically 36 pages. So... And then after that, it's just she has this revolving door of guys. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you didn't like Joey having a revolving door of girls. Well, Rachel's no better. And everyone's like, yeah. oh, but Rachel's the underdog. Yeah, I don't care. Because she becomes <laughs> unbearable. Like, she's unbearably annoying. And she's very petty. And, like, I want to date my assistant. Everybody's like, no, no that's not a that's good a idea. idea. And she's like, eh, well, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. And it's like, just stop making yeah. bad decisions. Stop being a bad person. Now, and when she's like, I want to go break up Ross's wedding, it's like, well, would you want Ross to come break up your wedding or anyone to come break up your wedding? She's like, well, and she's so secret. flippy floppy with Ross. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just make up your mind. <laughs> okay. Ah, so I don't like Rachel. I can't I stand see, her. I fully see your opinion. Uh, Siri keeps turning on because it's because they're listening. Um, I fully see what you're saying, and I I like somewhat agree. Uh, Rachel is very petty, and she's entitled, and I feel like her character is in, in that way. She's almost beautifully written to be like she's kind of incapable of change. Like in that first season, she comes in as. The girl that knew nothing, she was just going to marry rich and then have have to do nothing for herself in her life. And so the whole thing of, like, she's now on her own was really interesting. And it carries throughout the whole series in the sense of, she did she ever really change? Did she ever really, like, learn how to do anything for herself? Yes, of course. She was a functioning person. But did she really change from, like, that entitled rich girl? And so, yes, she was a very annoying character. And I almost feel like Ross deserved better. But... Okay, 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 okay. You're opening that can of worms. Once Ross and Rachel broke up, and after Rachel started getting really petty, is when I stopped rooting for Ross and Rachel. Whoa. Are you... Are you a... After... Are you okay? Are you a don't get me wrong? 
No, no, by no means am I a Joey and Rachel shipper. Okay, good. No one should be. No, that made me very, like, it really hurt me in mm-hmm. ways. Like, I understand when they did it and he was like, oh, I have a crush. Like, that's normal. Yeah. But when they actually acted on it was when I was like, okay, now oh, this, this is, is a problem. Yeah. But after, like, Ross was in a happy relationship with, I don't even remember the girl's name. Uh, uh, uh. uh Aisha, it was, it's it was the Tyler. one that Phoebe set him up with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, Bonnie? And she used to be bald. Oh, Bonnie. And then, yeah, he was in a happy relationship with her. Like, they were really good together. I cannot tell you how many people Ross dated in this show that he would have been better with than Rachel Flippin' Green. Because after that note, and she was, like, very unforgiving, and no Mm -hmm. grace was given to Ross whatsoever, and she was like, oh, well, I'm so glad you just took all the blame for it. Rachel! You were on a break. You were on a break. Uh, Ross was completely justified in thinking, oh, break means break up because Mm -hmm. of the context of the situation. I don't think Ross was completely out of the wrong. Like, she was very clear, like, hey, Ross, I'm busy. I can't really do anything right now. And he kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And there was, like, an issue that they really needed to Mm -hmm. work out there because they were good together. I said were, were, not that they are. But after that note and like she got really petty, I was like, no, I, so, I can't do Ross and Rachel. Am I fine that they got together? Yes, because yeah. them having a kid together really complicated things. So, so this show does something really interesting that I've yet to see in another show. And it's they're two they're two like get together characters. You know, every show has it. Uh, community started with Jeff and Britta, but that's a whole other topic because they ex- essentially experimented no. with every single character combination in that show. Uh, community had Jeff and Britta. Uh, the Office had Jim and Pam. Uh, Friends has Ross and Rachel. There's the two characters you want to get together. Uh, Ross and Rachel are never shown... Like, they never actually get married. Like, yeah. Paris... Like, or Vegas, they get, mar- air quote, married. But, like, that wasn't real. So, like... The two, they don't end married. So, I thought that was really different. And so, it's really interesting the way the show starts off where it's like, Ross and Rachel are the two you root for. But then as it evolves, Monica and Chandler really are like the diamond couple as we realize how many problems Ross and Rachel really have. So, over over the ten seasons, Monica and Chandler become the more perfect couple. And I thought it was executed beautifully. So, I think it was was great. I think it was perfect. I think they really, because you're right, they need, or they, you know, every show has their Mm -hmm. couple. And you expect that to be Ross and Rachel. And, because everybody's like, oh, I need a Rachel for my Ross or a Ross for my Rachel. Like, whatever. I hate sappy Facebook But it's like. I can't. How about we find a Chandler for your Monica or a Monica for your Chandler? Like, they were so much better together. Just than, need a and Joey. even just their general character chemistry She's like, was I just so need, much better than Ross I and Rachel. I just need a Joey that I can punch. I just, I just need a girl that hits me really hard in the arm after she says things. You're so funny! That's such a good episode. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I, 
that all stemmed from the fact that mm-hmm. I can't stand Rachel. And Joey and Rachel made it no. worse. Uh, that was lie. a that was a plot. What's the word? Like a that was filler, because they needed more con. They needed another live love triangle. Another thing is like in the reunion, they talked about how not even the cast were like felt yeah. comfortable doing. I've read Joey and uh, Rachel. I've read two books now about the making of Friends. I read Top of the Rock, and I cannot remember the other one, but it's uh, really good. And I'll probably I'll be able to post them on Instagram. But uh, it was really good, two really good books, and apparently the cast were, like, all really skeptical about Joey and Rachel, and it was that decision that led to the cast only signing on for half of the 10th season, because they were like, uh, the story's kind of not really going anywhere, so we're, we don't need a full last season. And I think a lot of them probably wanted out of it. Oh, absolutely. It had been 10 years. Uh, they, and they're like, okay, we want to move on. They like, almost, move forward They here. almost lost Jennifer Aniston for the 10th season. They had to up her salary, all their salaries, by like a couple million. So. Wouldn't have been the worst thing if they lost Rachel. Oh! Damn! Yeah, no. Gotta be honest. But, no, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. I don't know. Enough about Ross and Rachel, though. Enough about Ross. What I want to get your opinion on. How do you feel about Richard? Okay. Because I've got thoughts. You've got but I want to hear your thoughts first. Um, aside from the creepy age difference, like, I wasn't a fan of that. I thought, like, what were they thinking? They're like, her dad's friend, she falls in love with him? That's a little weird. That's a little kooky. I'm not into that. But... In a surprising, in a surprising twist, they worked really well together, and it wasn't until like the children problem, the kid problem, she wanted kids, but he was too old, that they worked really well. And he brought an interesting dynamic where he was like, he was their older friend, and like he, because they were all in like their late twenties, early thirties, he was older and almost he brought a completely different energy that like really conflicted with their other ones. And so it was he was different and I'm glad he was there and Tom Selleck did an incredible job. He's the only man that can pull off a mustache like that. But like if they ended up together for the rest of the series, I wouldn't have been happy. Like like and I also like Chandler's yeah. Chandler's interactions with Richard after they break up are really funny. So I really like that. But he was a good stepping stone for Monica to get to Chandler, but they sh- I'm glad they didn't end up together. I agree. I think Richard was definitely like a placeholder boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Same as John Favreau was just like a placeholder Pete. boyfriend. Anytime I see John just Favreau to be there in to anything, like, like I'll be like, the ultimate fighting champion directed the Mandalorian. <laughs> what? what? No way. No way. Yeah. It was kind of weird seeing a really young John Favreau when I've only seen him like recently. <sighs> Yeah. That was weird. That was a little weird. But Richard. To me, Richard felt like he was kind of off because Mm -hmm. of the age difference. It was kind of weird for him to be there. And, like, just thinking about, like, him and Monica doing stuff made me a little uncomfortable. So Uh, I was glad when he was gone. I literally screamed at the TV every time he showed up again. (laughs) 
Like, Richard, no! I would just scream at the TV and be like, Richard, no, go Bad away, Richard. leave, Bad get out of here. No. Like, oh my gosh, Richard, yeah. stop. And I'm so glad Chandler confronted him mm-hmm. in the episode where he does propose because I was like, yes, get it, get it, get it, Chandler, get go it. for it. You so go with your bad I'm self. Gl- I was glad when he was gone. I feel like I have a lot of controversial opinions on Friends. Mm-hmm. But it's um, fine. And people aren't going to like me anymore. <laughs> no more Friends because you had controversial opinions on Friends. Um, so we have our favorite characters, least favorite characters, general thoughts. What is your favorite episode or episodes? Okay. Shall I start? My favorite episode. Oh, you, can go. you can go. The one... The one I can't get out of my head that makes me laugh every single time. And and when I watched it the first time, I knew it was going to be that one, Mm -hmm. is season three, episode two, the one where no one's ready. It's a bottle episode where they're all in the apartment. And it is so funny. What fuels the whole thing for me is Joey and Chandler fighting over the chair. And he comes back Uh, and he's like, you hide my underwear? I'm I'm wearing everything everything you you own. That's not the opposite of taking someone's underwear. So good. Oh, Hey, I'm Chandler. Could I, I be, be wearing, wearing any more clothes? clothes? Oh, oh, it's hot in all these uh, clothes. I better not do any lunges. Lunges. Oh, so good. And uh, you, you said isn't you that the one where um, isn't that the one where Matt LeBlanc like broke his wrist? Yeah, hurt his shoulder. Yeah. Oh Ooh. yeah. He he uh he hurt his shoulder jumping into the chair. And so in the next episode, the cold open is him jumping on the bed. And then he falls. And so that's how it was written in. But uh, what I didn't learn until the I watched the reunion was that the one where no one uh, the one where no one's ready was actually finished filming after his arm healed because they had to cut everything because he dislocated his shoulder. So it was filmed in two different stages because he had to like go to the hospital. So I thought that was really interesting. Do you have any other favorite episodes? Um I'm trying to think. There obviously are like some sprinkled in every episode mm-hmm. or every season. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't think of one off the top of my uh, head because there's just so many different moments where I laughed, and I can't like pin it to one specific episode. Uh, the one with the football always gets me, where they're like playing touch football, and uh, like the Dutch girl comes in, and they're like, "This is Dutch." And she's like, uh, Joey, where do Dutch people live? I believe it's the Netherlands. It's like, nice try. That's where Peter Pan lives. Like, that gets me every time. I also, uh, uh, literally every Thanksgiving and Christmas episode, like, every every Thanksgiving or, like, the night before Thanksgiving, uh, my family, we will just go through all the Thanksgiving episodes because... They're always the best. And, like, the flashback episodes are executed so perfectly to where, like, like Chandler's, like, flock of seagulls haircut and then, like, Ross with his mustache. Uh. Like, I cannot get over how, like, cringy it is, and that's why it's so funny. Uh, but my main, favorite episode of all time, I already said it, was the run where Ross is fine. Where, like, no, Joey and Rachel were not a good couple. I'm glad they didn't end up together. But David Schwimmer does such a good job playing like this insane Ross where he's just like he's just like drunk on margaritas having having this really awkward dinner party. It's the dinner party of friends. And that's why I love it so much. Oh, another episode that I liked, and this is gonna shock people. Oh. 
is the one where they watched the the prom videotape <laughs> where Ross was going to like take Rachel to prom and it was like so sweet yeah. after they had just had this like fight or whatever mm-hmm. and that's when they get together that was a good episode because it really like helped characterize Ross and Rachel yep and then after that it was a, you know, it was a critical moment in their it in their takes story takes a bad turn um i also like to say yeah. the two parter where they're at the beach is top tier that end that end that where is another good one uh, the end where ross like goes chooses what room he wants but then you don't know what it is until the next season is gold i love that so much and then the next episode where they're like recounting they're like recalling uh where monica got stung by a jellyfish <laughs> and they're like don't tell goes yeah that's right i stepped up i had to do what i had to do and if it happened again i'd pee on any one of you like that the whole monologue of them like in the living room just like recounting the jellyfish encounter is so amazing it's like i I was tired from digging the hole like that was so good uh and then that that end where uh where uh rachel finds out that he didn't actually read the pages and david schwimmer delivers the greatest bit of the entire series where she goes we are so over and then he does the <laughs> find my me, find my me. Oh, oh, it gets oh. me every time. I, every I'm like, time. oh, so good, so good, so good. Mm. So, something Whew. I want. Okay, so we talked about how we don't like Richard and how Ross and Rachel weren't. Well, they were good, and then they weren't. Um, how do you feel about Ross's psycho wife um, from? Emily. Across the sea, Emily. 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 Hey, that rhymed. Um, I thought they were good together until she was like, "You can't ever see Rachel again." No, and I was like, "I, I feel I like agree. that's a little unreasonable." No, I kind of agree. Where like, they were they were good. Like they could have worked if Rachel didn't mess up his wedding. There was. In, in an alternate universe where Shakira's hips lie, she could have just become one of the friends. Like, Emily would have just joined them as Ross's wife. And then there would have been tension between yeah. her and Rachel. But then Ross and Rachel couldn't have ended together, and it wouldn't have been a satisfying ending to one of the biggest TV audiences over but the, 10 but, years. But, 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 so, but, but then... But then... Emma would have never been born, and Ross and Rachel would have never felt the necessity to get back oh, together. Oh, that would have sucked. <laughs> but, um, the I know there are a lot of people who are like, how dare you badmouth Ross and Rachel? How could you do that? And I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'm I'll unapologetic it. about Here's not liking Ross and Rachel. Monica, I, because Monica and Chandler are such a good couple, we can point out the flaws between Ross and Rachel. Okay, that's the thing. I love how yeah. I love how Friends has become such a societal thing that we can talk about them like they're real people. Like we can just be like yeah. Ross and Rachel over here. Like they're not real. And like Friends has is almost Another become thing... this interdimensional thing where like other shows can mention Friends. Because it's just like this cultural know-how. And like, then you have to knows. get into the meta of like, if community mentions friends, then the people in friends don't exist in the, and it's like this world. real deep meta hole yeah. that you have to start going down. So like you have to wonder if, if like, community mentions the office and friends, then it's like, are those shows even 
real? Are they real? Like, does community take place in reality? And then it's like, if the off the office it? mentions Friends and Seinfeld, does 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 the office? Yeah, it's like this three ex- layers of meta inception. Like, oh, it's crazy. Pain. And Friends, I think the office is on its way there to have enough cultural significance to like be normal like that but i think like friends there's no other show that has had such a cultural significance so yeah hats off to the creators it's beautifully beautifully done uh as far as emily uh, she they worked and and then she like i understand she was like oh he said the wrong name does he really love me and here's the thing he didn't he didn't love you okay no, he just didn't. So he wanted Rachel, it worked out. but honestly, not going to lie, I think the best relationship Ross had was the one with um the girl who wanted to send out the Christmas cards. I don't remember her name, but it was the one mm. it was the one he dated while Rachel was pregnant. Um, yeah. who wanted to send yeah. out the cards cuz she put in so much oh. effort to be like this could work, blah 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 blah. And then, like, I think someone kind of, like, emotionally manipulated him to break up with her or to go after mm-hmm. Rachel or something. And that was one thing that bothered me was, like, Rachel emotionally played with Ross so many times that he left yeah. so many different people to be with Rachel. And I'm like, that's kind of toxic. Not going to lie. Yeah. Not going to lie. Kind of toxic. toxic. Not feeling that, Rachel. That did not feel good. Yeah. So you you predicted what couples you thought would would end the show would end with before you started watching. So what yes. were what did you predict versus what actually happened? Okay, so I watched the first batch of episodes. I think I watched like the first 10 or something and I was like, okay, the final couples, obviously Ross and Rachel. We all know that just based on like you said mm-hmm. cultural significance. I thought it was going to be mm-hmm. Joey and Monica and then Chandler and Phoebe boy was I well I was I was wrong in a sense because like Ross and Rachel did get together Chandler and Monica got together and then Joey didn't get with anyone and Phoebe married Paul Rudd which you know if that ain't canon to the Mm. Ant-Man universe I don't know if I want to watch Ant-Man anymore I don't know what it is I don't know what it is honestly Paul Rudd okay the bit where Paul Rudd uh, I don't mean to get you off topic, but one bit that literally makes me laugh every single time is where he's like, yeah, I play piano. And Phoebe's like, oh, play something. It's like, I don't have a piano. She's like, that doesn't stop a good pianist. And so he just kind of gets up and like does this, like pretends to play the piano, but there's no sound. And then he does like the slide and like the presses the last key. And like Paul Rudd does it so well. Like he does like the hip movement. And then he, like, does a slide and, like, ding. And it's so good. It makes me laugh every time. I just wanted I wanted that out there. That's one of the best parts of the whole series. It was great. Whew. But you predicted Joey and Monica. Mm-hmm. And I don't Chandler know why. And Looking back on it, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, uh, see, here's yeah. the thing. Starting out season one, I really, like, I wasn't a huge Phoebe fan. So the way I mm-hmm. saw Phoebe in season one, I was like, oh, whoever stuck with her just drew the short end of the stick. Yeah. But then by the time she starts dating, is it is it Mike. Mark? Is that Mike. his in Mike? Mike. 
it's one of he's I only in like the last season <laughs> um by the time she starts yeah by the time she starts dating mike i'm like oh phoebe really deserves someone great because she is mm-hmm. great we love phoebe phoebe's the best so yeah yeah i and i don't know why i thought joey and monica it, it just kind of felt like something that would happen but i do mm-hmm. think chandler and monica was so much better yeah, it and was. one thing i have like two things i want to say and then we can briefly talk about the reunion, and then we have mm-hmm. another segment. So I really love the like the character building that they put Chandler and Monica through in yeah. their relationship when they find out they can't have kids. And it was like, well, you could do like the donor or whatever, or you could also adopt. And as someone, you know, I have an experience with adoption. It was really nice to see that that was a storyline mm-hmm. they were willing to follow through with. And to oh, actually yeah. do something with. Because I know some places like don't want to go there. Yeah. So I was really glad that Friends went there. Mm-hmm. And, oh, I didn't even talk about the biggest thing that bothered me about Friends. You know what I'm going to say. It's when they do really serious moments between characters. And then 30 seconds later, the laugh track is back. And it ruins the entire mood of what was set up in being serious. Yep. It happened so many times, and it bothered me every single time because I was like, "Well, now I can't get invested in whatever was going on because because (laughs) it hurts." The laugh track in Friends is sometimes too much. I think, generally speaking, though, it's bearable. Like, I don't mind. I think as a society, we've progressed past the need for a laugh track. I, I mean. I kind of agree. I think it's kind it's kind of like not putting enough faith in your writing to be like laugh. Ha ha ha. ha. See look, see look that was a joke. You should laugh. Social pressure. Laugh with all the other people laughing. Now back in the day when it was like, "Oh, you're supposed to feel like you're in a theater or in the studio." Like I see the logic, but it doesn't we we've moved past that. And like I'm I see less exactly. shows use it every year. <sighs> One more thing you wanted to say? Yeah. My last thing is I can really see where this, the current day sitcoms get their inspiration from Friends. Because I look at a show yep. like How I Met Your Mother and, you know, Ted from How I Met Your Mother is definitely based on Ross and Barney is based on Joey. And, like, you know, you've got the stereotypical yep. couple that would be like the Chandler and Monica and you got the out there mm-hmm. one like the fr- friends really set up character templates for future sitcoms oh, to use and they're still using them today and it's not even like it's a copying thing it's like let's take friends now put your own spin on it mm-hmm. and make it different and make it funny it, it, we but kind use of, like friends is the bottom is the layer template. It's kind and of you build up from it's there. like it's like creating a new PowerPoint, but like you select your template and it's friends. So like any group dynamic sitcom of the last like maybe 10, 15 years is essentially just like used friends as a template and then tried to base something else off of that. Uh, not all shows, but uh, like you can kind of see it. And that just shows how much cultural significance the show had. And also it's like, oh, there's a there's a sarcastic character. Must be like Chandler. It's like, well, no, like it's just a sarcastic character. It doesn't not everything has to be a copy of Friends. Like it's okay. Yeah. Whew. So the reunion 
What did what did, we haven't talked about? It was this. okay. We haven't talked about this yet. What did you think? Like just the Friends reunion on HBO Max. It was okay. I don't understand the necessity of yeah. having a reunion because it wasn't really a reunion. Well, it was a reunion in the definition of the word, but when you say Friends reunion, people think a new episode mm-hmm. with the characters. Like, what are they gonna do? Yeah. And then the expectation gets put up there, and then it's like, oh no, it's just we're gonna interview the cast. Which, by the way. One thing that really bothered me. I know what you're going to say. People might not like this. The random interviews with people who's like, what's your cultural impact on friends? And it's like these random people telling random stories. Mm -hmm. And like, it's not even like they let them finish their story. They would, like one person would say a sentence. They would cut to someone else who would say a sentence. And they would cut back to the other person. It's like, well, if you're going to do that, why don't you just let one person explain (laughs) their story? And like, is, I'm not opposed to you interviewing people. It's just the let whole, them say the whole thing. The whole, like, this is the cultural significance of friends. We know. You don't have to tell us. We know. And I also think James Corden, what, they could have had anyone interview these people, but James Corden, why? Why? He's new. He's hip. No, he's not. The kids know he's what like he's doing. 40. <laughs> Everyone hates him. Yeah. Well, new is relative, okay? <laughs> yeah. Uh, my thought was, it was fu- it was good, but it was so tightly scripted that I couldn't really, like, it wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted. It was so scripted of, like, hey, we're doing this segment, and now we're doing this segment, and now we're doing this segment. It was like a variety show. And so I was like... Okay, I just want to see these people that spent 10 years of their lives working on the same show together and where they're at now and, like, how their relationships are now. I just want to know. And, like, I want to see their natural conversations. But it was so tightly scripted and, like, oh, has who keeps in contact the most? And I was like, okay, just let them, like, tell stories with each other and have fun. It's not like, we're doing a friend's fashion show. And I'm like... I don't care. Just I just. It also just felt like a nostalgia fest. Mm-hmm. It felt like a nostalgia fest because they were like, "Oh, let's do the game, like the card game yeah. thing again," or let's do the fashion show mm-hmm. and bring out other stuff. And it's like, well, now that's really just pandering to the nostalgia of the people uh-huh. who watched the show, and it wasn't about the show. It was about how many viewers can we bring in? How many how many HBO emotions Max? can we provoke? And I will say, seeing them all together again, like years later, was like a little emotional because I was like, oh my gosh, they're like they're they're still alive, they're real people, and they're like getting back together. That's so sweet. But then it was like cut in with these weird like documentary like parts of like this is how we cast Ross, and I was like, okay, mm-hmm. make that two separate things. Make a Friends documentary where you can really dive into that. And then make an actual reunion where you're just letting the cast naturally interact with each other. Instead of James Corden going, oh, like, what do you think your character would be doing after? And I'm like, okay, no. So it was fine. It, it just wasn't what I wanted. And it could have been so much better. It's fine with a capital F. Fine. Just like me. So. <laughs> Alrighty then. Do you want to do the the team game or the individual game first? I think we should do the individual. Okay. 
So this is every millennial Facebook, also known as BuzzFeed. We're doing a quiz titled, This Quiz Will Review Which Member of Friends You Are Most Like and Who You Are Least Like. So do you have it open? I'm going to put my prediction in now. BuzzFeed is going to say I'm most like Rachel and least like Joey. I'm calling it right now. (laughs) He's still salty about getting Troy Bolton last time we did a quiz on this show. Yes. Okay. Okay, so are we doing this for each other or are we doing it for ourselves? We can do it for ourselves. Because I have it open. I have it open, too. We can do it for ourselves. So let's start by picking a color. There's purple, brown, blue, orange, black, and pink. Uh, I gotta go blue. Okay. I'm gonna say black, because I always wear black shirts. Now pick a day of the week. I mean, yeah, I wear black, too. Yeah, but, like, I don't know. It's just, like, the the random, like, pick of colors. Like, I have no idea what the outcome is gonna be. So, uh, Wednesday, my favorite day of the week. What's the best city in the world? London, New York, Paris, Yemen, (laughs) Yemen, uh, Las Vegas, or Minsk? Uh, excuse you, it's Las Vegas via Getty. Uh, Las Viva! Gosh. Las Vegas. I'm kind of offended that Orlando, Florida isn't on here. That's my favorite city, but if I had to pick, probably... My favorite city is probably Seattle. Uh, I've never been to any of these places. I'm just gonna say... Me neither. Where do I want to go the most? I want to go to London the most. Oh my gosh, what's your Zodiac sign? Do you know yours? Oh my gosh, I forgot. Rachel and I have the same birthday. No! Oh no! Yeah, Rachel uh, and I were both both born on May 5th, and I hate it. I think I'm like... I'm a Taurus. Hold on. Google... What, wait, you were born in what, December? Yeah. I knew... I think I'm a Capricorn, but I, I'm more of an Enneagram person. November 22nd to December 21st is Sagittarius. Oh, I'm Sagittarius. So mine isn't on this list weird okay choose a hobby skiing doing a puzzle baking singing or sailing uh or reading comics or reading comics i totally totally did not via getting images uh i'm a big music person i gotta do reading comics because i read manga Uh, i'm a big music person i gotta do singing pick a song to dance to at your wedding the way you look tonight my guy i've heard none of these songs endless love space oddity or with or without you I don't, I'm, I'm... Actually, I, maybe I've heard The Way You Look Tonight. I, I'm a, I'm of the opinion that the standard wedding songs should, like, change. Like, if you're just playing Ed Sheeran at your wedding, then it's boring. So, I don't like any of these songs. I would like to play Skrillex at my wedding. I'm just gonna pick the first one. I'm gonna choose With or Without You by U2, because I actually like that song. Select a Halloween costume. Superhero, a bunny, a cheerleader, a hippie, a mad scientist, or a cat. Via Getty Images. Via Getty Images. Uh, copyright 2021. Uh, the only one of these that I would actually do is a mad scientist. Or a bunny. I would do a superhero because that includes My Hero Academia. So. <laughs> okay, choose a snack. I would, I would, I would cosplay as Deku. Ah, uh, fajitas is on this list. That's literally my favorite food. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, I know exactly which one you're going to pick. Uh, faj- there's fajitas, trifle, pizza, cheesecake, duck confit, hummus, and dip. Fajitas are literally my favorite food of all time, so. I'm torn between pizza and cheesecake. I gotta go pizza. I eat pizza more often. Yeah, I don't like cheesecake. Choose an iconic friend's quote. Pivot. 
I'm more than just a pretty blonde with a butt that won't quit. It's a family-friendly podcast. Uh, you don't know... They they don't know that we know that they know. Uh, you can't just give up. Is that what a dinosaur would do? Uh, no uterus, no opinion. Or, I'm so good at... I'm not good at advice. Can I interest you in a sarcastic comment? That was a lot of I quotes. think I already know which one I have to pick. No, do not do not try to rig this to get Joey. Don't you dare. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not trying to rig it. I just know what I would pick. I'm not so good with the advice. Can I interest you in a sarcastic comment? Because that's something I would actually <laughs> say. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do the pivot because that's such a good, such a good character. Such pivot? A good character. Pivot? pivot? Shut up, shut up, shut up. Choose in... What does that say? I can't read. Ancillary character? Define ancillary. Siri to the rescue. Providing necessary support to the primary activities or... So, support character. Why not just say support character? Why can't they say supporting character? Oh my gosh. Why do you have to use a fancy word? Charlie. Charlie. That was her name. The, The girl Ross dated. Uh, Mike, there's Mike. No, 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 no. That wasn't the oh, one no, that I was, was a different, talking about, though. You were talking about Bonnie, but I couldn't remember her name either. Uh, there's Mike, Estelle, Charlie, Janice, Gunther, or Richard. Oh, my, my gosh. gosh. Richard Burke via NBC. Now, uh, if you watch Friends, we have it on DVD. If you watch it in Spanish, Janice is hilarious. <laughs> she goes, I Deus mayo like that's literally what it sounds like it's hilarious i'm gonna choose mike so for a supporting character yeah i gotta go with mike too not gunther not gunther central perk no sorry Gunther. <laughs> my favorite character gunther central perk uh pick an episode of friends the one with unagi the one with all the kissing that's a funny one the one with the apothecary apothecary table <laughs> The one after Joey and Rachel kiss, the last one, or the one with all the Thanksgivings? This is difficult. The one with all the Thanksgivings is in my top five, so... I think I'm gonna go the one with Unagi. Okay. Did, did you just get your results? Okay, I like, I like I this mine. answer. I like this answer. <laughs> Alright, do you want to go first? Yeah. So it says, I most like Chandler... And least like Rachel. Oh, come on! (laughs) That's not fair. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Your quick wit and smarts are legendary. Thank you. But accepting yourself is still your biggest challenge in life. Wow, that's accurate. Wow. Don't let your anxiety overpower you in social situations. Instead, ask yourself, should I be winning these people over or should they be winning me over? That is too accurate. What is it with the BuzzFeed quiz and being absurdly accurate? (laughs) Do you want to know mine? I am most like Ross and least like Chandler. Most like Ross, least like Chandler. Really? Says you're smart and witty, but you're wound tighter than Ross's purse strings. You should consider putting your ego aside and not taking life too seriously once in a while. Then people will get to know the real you, a patient and loving friend. Okay. Here, here's the thing. Uh... Saying, hey, you should loosen up, is not what I need to do. 
this is someone that will like if you say if you say full send i will do anything even if it's a bad decision i called i went on a trip a couple weeks ago with some friends and uh because they said full send i called our waitress bestie the entire night because they said no that was not a good thing to do that was awful but because of the social pressure (laughs) they were like yo full send and i did it so loosen up is not what i need to do uh this is only a massive friends fan can get a 20 out of 26 on this quiz are you ready Alrighty. what piece of what piece of furniture did rachel buy from pottery barn Apothecary table. Apothecary I wouldn't table. have remembered if the last quiz didn't. Apothecary um, table. I don't know how to spell that. Okay, I'll put. I'll do all the answers then, because I have a spell check on my Mac. Oh, good. The apothecary table, of course. This is a team game. We have to. We have to get okay. as high of score as we can. Correct. You ready for the? Yay! Next question. Apothecary table. All right, that's one. What's the name of Ross's girlfriend who Rachel convinces to shave her head? It's Bonnie, Bonnie, but is it spelled I-E or Y? I think it's spelled Y. I feel like they have to give us the point either way. Even if we get it, I'm going to spell it with an I-E. Uh, but if we get it wrong, we're still going to take the point because we got her yeah, name right. Yeah. Oh, correct. It is with an I-E. Oh, I'm so glad you, yeah, I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> okay. What's the first name of Ross's first wife? Carol. 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 By the way, um, I don't know if you know this. I'm sure you do, but they recast yeah. her. She was in the first few episodes as with a different actress, and I think uh, that actress was just giving Warner, them You know, they had me tripping. I thought I thought I was like, <laughs> I thought I was going crazy. I was like, did they recast, they recast? her? No, no, maybe not. Uh, no, that and act- I was in doubt for the rest of the that show. That actress was just giving them a lot of trouble, and so they let her go. <laughs> and bad decisions. Bad. Just, just. Just, 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 just don't be, don't be a jerk. Uh, next question: Who is Joey's sister who gets pregnant? Oh no! I don't know this one. Oh no! Um, what's the name? Okay, what's what's his sister's uh, name? Is it Gina? who Chandler like makes out with? Is it Gina? Gina that gets pregnant? No, it has to start with a D. Does it? Yeah, that's that, the whole oh, point. The a to Z it's like quiz? it's an A through Z. So that Oh yeah, you're that right. gives us a big hint. D Dina? Dina? Try Dina. I don't know why I'm thinking D uh, You gotta say Dina. Okay. I think that's the only Dina. I don't think that's right. Correct! No way! Let's go! Oh man, we are on fire uh, today. E, name Joey's agent. That's Estelle, of course. Estelle. Come on. Yep. Hey. Okay, we got that one. What's a very popular first male name in the Buffet family? We meet. We met three on the show. Frank. 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 Was, okay. Because Frank Jr. and the, you know, G. Yep. The All name right. of the piece of art that Phoebe created. It's like the mannequin head. Ah. Uh, is it? Is it girdle Glad- or is it something? Gla- Gladys. Is it Gladys? It's. I think it is Gladys. I think it. I think you're right. I'm not a hundred percent, but I think you're right. I'm gonna try Gladys. Okay, it's not Gladys. It's not Maybe Gladys? I spelled it wrong. Oh, it is. I just oh, spelled it. Wrong. Okay, it is Gladys. Yay! H. All right, cool. Who is Joey's bedtime penguin pal? Do you remember? 
Is it Hugsworth? It's Hugsy. It's Hugsy, right? Uh, see, I think Hugsworth. so. Hugsworth. <laughs> This is not Downton okay. Abbey. It's, it's Hugsy is Hugsworth. not correct. What? No, it said Hugsy was incorrect, but I don't know different. if I just spelled it spell wrong. Spell it different. It's Hugsy. How do you spell it different? I e y. I don't know. Okay. No. Okay. It. It. That's not it. What? I can hit. I give up. No. And we'll lose the point. Oh my gosh. No, I can't. It was Hugsy. And we can't Google it either. No, it was hug. No, ah, we don't have enough time, so just press. I give up. Okay, Hugsy, but I spelled it. I told you. I told you. <laughs> it was it was hugs double G S Y. Ah, uh, okay. So we so we're still we still have none wrong. I'm okay. gonna count that as right. Okay. I just we, didn't we know how to spell right. it. Uh, what is the name of brand okay. of Joey's lipstick? Do you remember that? With an I? It was... No. Okay. It, it, this is bad that I remember. It's Ichiban it's or Ichiban. something? It was Japanese. It's Ichiban. I don't know how to spell that, though. Okay, well, we can... We... I do. Oh, really? Wow. I watch enough Weeb. anime to know how to spell that. Yeah. That was correct. Whose catchphrase is, Oh, my... That's Janice. It's Janice. Come on. Yeah, it's Janice. Easy. Have we Have we gotten one wrong yet? No. No. Wow. Which girlfriend of both Joey and Chandler led to Chandler in a box? Is it Kathy? It's Kathy. <laughs> it's gotta be Kathy. I feel like you're quizzing me more. <laughs> well, if I know it, yeah, I don't want to just say it. According to Phoebe, which animals apparently mate for life like Ross and Rachel? Lobster. Lobster. He's a lobster. Name Ross's yep. monkey. Marcel. Marcel. I we are I on it today. I wasn't so sure about that one. We are killing this quiz. Uh-oh. What did Chandler call his I don't know the answer nipple? to this one. <laughs> Is it... He goes, that's my nubbin. <laughs> Is it nubbin? I'm going to type... I'm going to type nubbin. Correct! Yo! Yo, this is too good. What state does Chandler move to work for bro, briefly? I just went Ohio, there, right? I just went there. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, I was going to say, I texted you and said... Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, it's Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah. Tulsa, Ohio. My favorite place in the world. <laughs> yep, it's Oklahoma. I would have gotten that one wrong. <laughs> what word does Ross keep shouting what when word? he's trying to move his couch? This is the easiest quiz ever. It's pivot. Yeah, they're like, this quiz is so hard. Come on. What food does... Oh, gosh. I actually don't know if I know that one. Uh, Is it a quiche? What's the What's the question? What food does Monica bake unsuccessfully when catering for her mother? Is it... Is it it's either quiche or lasagna. Is it a quiche? I think it's quiche. Well, it has to start with a Q. Oh, so yeah. Quiche. That's correct! Yeah! I love me. Half this I quiz love... being so easy is they give us the first letter. Yeah, that's true. Who does Monica date very seriously before Chandler? It's Richard. It's Richard. Richard. Oh, what's what Rachel's is Ri- mom's name? Okay, it Ooh. has to start with an S. It starts with an S. Susan? No. No, that's Rachel. It's that's, not Susan. Uh, that's Carol's wife. Uh, yeah. Rachel's um, mom's name. 
And it starts with an X? Uh, Sandy? Sandy? Hey, Sandy, are you awake? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Uh, I don't know. Samantha? It's going to be a really obvious name. Uh, It will. I'm going to type question mark, guess... Sandra! Sandra! I was right Are with the serious? Sandra Bullock! Ah! No. So, okay. So that's the first one we Do we count wrong. that one because I said no, Sandra? You, can't. you said Sandra Bullock. Ah! <laughs> what does, Fine. What does Rachel think Chandler does for a living? A, a, tra- a transponster! That's not even a word! Transponster. I don't know yep. why I said it like. I said it like a spelling bee. Uh, what is the state of total awareness that Ross swears by? Unagi. 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 Uh, my, one of my correct. favorite scenes is when he goes to the the guy that's like they're teaching the martial arts. He's like, "How would one attack some women?" <laughs> it's like, "Don't worry, one of them's my ex-wife." And it's just like out of context is so. Bad. <laughs> uh, what book does? Chandler give Kathy. Um, uh, ver, 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 I know it had something to do with ver, rabbits. Velveteen rabbit. Right? That's it. <laughs> I was thinking uh, Roger Rabbit, but no, that was wrong. Correct! Correct. The Velveteen Let's Rabbit. Uh, what's the name of Brad Pitt's character who hates Rachel? Oh no, I don't know. Um, Wesley? Will? Is it I Will? just watched a clip with it the other day. Wesley? Will? William? Will from... I'm trying to think. Because I watched the clip where Mona, where Rachel's like, who's that? And Monica's like, oh, that's... that's. I think it's Will, Will? from high school. Is it? I think it's Will. I think it's Will. Correct. Yes! So we far, were, only one we wrong. Good. When Joey hurts his arm while jumping on the bed, he most definitely got... One of these taken. X-ray. Oh. Yeah, it it said X is hard. Yeah. Uh, Rachel and Monica fog Danley because they think he's a... Yeti. Yeti. (laughs) It's the microphones we use. Yeti. Blue Yeti, sponsor us. Because you make incredible microphones. Uh, Z, what's the name of Rachel's boss at Ralph Lauren? Wait, it starts with a Z? Oh no! Oh wait, at Ralph Lauren. Oh, at Ralph. Oh, is it Mr. Zanders? Zachary. <gasps> wait, I thought her boss at Ralph Lauren was a girl. No, when she was, ah, uh, there was. Oh, there was the lady that got hit by the cab, whatever her name was. And then there was her boss, Mr. Zanders, but then there was that guy that like took care of her baby for a little, for like that one episode. So is it Zachary or Mr. Yeah, but that wasn't her boss. That guy's name was Garrett. Oh, you're right. I'm going to go do Mr. Xanders. Xander. Xanders? That is incorrect. Try Mr. Xanders. I feel like it would know. Here's a... If if we were right and just didn't spell it right... Okay, press press hint and then if it's... It's either I give up. There's no hint. do, Do I give up and see if we were right. Mr. Zellner. Oh, we no. We were close. Oh, Mr. Zellner's office. That's so, what it, ah. it says we got 23 out of 26. But we actually got 24. 
Yeah, because there was the one that I just spelled wrong. Yeah, yeah. We scored better than 75% of all other quiz Let's takers. go. That was, wow. That was really We're good. We're in the upper 25%. We killed it. We did a great job. We did. Good wow. job, sir. 24 out of 26. We only couldn't remember, like, a couple smaller characters' names. So, great work, real fans. I believe, I believe that's our episode. Thanks for listening today. If you want to stay up to date with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at the Nerdiest Podcast or tweet us at Nerdiest Podcast. If you have a feedback or question you want to submit, you can do so through the Contact Us page on our website. And if you enjoy what we do here, consider giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you listen. You can also share the podcast with your friends as word of mouth is the best way for us to grow. Again, thank you for listening, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Peace. Out. Bye.